in this three-part series, we're going to probably be talking essentially about the, like, three events. We'll be talking about Ukraine's World Space Modeling Championships. We're going to be talking about NARM. And then we're going to be talking about the future World Space Modeling Championships in Texas. So, this is the first part, so let's get started. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two... Since the beginning of time, man has peered into the night sky and wondered, how do I get there? It's the Realm Rocketry Podcast with your host, Brennan Thompson. Welcome back, everyone, and today we're going to be talking about the 2016 FAI World Championships for Space Models. So, um... One of our listeners actually gave us the idea for making some episodes about this stuff, and, um, yeah, so that's what we're doing. We're also probably going to have some episodes about NARM and the 2023 World Championship, which will be held in Austin, Texas, so that's cool. That's in the U.S., and so that's pretty cool. And... So we're just going to start at the beginning. This event, and by the way, we're going to be referencing an article, which you can read below in the description. Um, from August 21st to August 28th, the FAI World Championship for Space Mild took place in Ukraine. This event featured advanced aero modeling and amateur rocketry by introducing several new innovations to the field. So let's talk about the innovations to the field first. So, the first one is going to be the fact that the event was live-streamed, which is insane that that was happening, because a lot of times you can feel very distant from these launches, and if you feel distant from these launches that are competitive, then it makes it almost seem like, why does it matter anyways? So, these launches are definitely a nice, like, they're definitely something that many people like, and many people feel like they're important to them, but also many people can't just hop on a plane and go to a random country every other year, so they don't have any way to stay connected except for social media pictures and that kind of thing. So, therefore, by live-streaming the event, Ukraine and the 2016 FAI World Championship for Space Model Committee made it so that more people could stay in touch with the event, which I love that, and that's a great thing. I don't know if they're the first people to do that, but that's really cool. Great job, great idea, and yeah, it's just really cool. So, another cool thing is they have, one of the highlights of the event was a fun competition that used smaller class rockets that carried eggs. This was the only event that allowed both competitors and amateurs to pit their skills for the 4,000 euro prize pool. The U.S. company Aurora Flight Science, together with Nosphere, organized a spectacular high-tech flights. First place went to the U.S. team, and the Ukrainian team took second place. So you're selling me a 4,000 euro prize pool. And by the way, this is back in like 2016. So it's not like, I mean, right now, 4,000 euros is about $4,000, but like, Back then, 4,000 euros was worth more money, and definitely worth a lot more money because euros were a stronger currency than the dollar, I believe. And that's a really good prize pool for something that wasn't even an official event. 
Now, that was an egg-carrying rocket, so you might be saying, but wait, that's, that's not an event. So no, there's eight events. There are S1, altitude, S3, parachute duration, S4, rocket glider, S5, scale altitude, S6, dreamer duration, S7, scale, so you don't actually fly it, S8, radio-controlled rocket glider, and S9, gyro gyrocopter, which is helicopter, duration. There's also S2 slash P, and this is really cool. So the 4,000 euro uh, egg rocket thing was not an official event. It was just something that was happening on the side because amateurs could compete. However, now S2 slash P, precision fragile payload similar to TARC, which will be flown in place of S1 for the first time in 2023. So instead of doing altitude, it's just A motors or whatever, we're now going to be doing Precision Fragile Payload, which sounds cool on this, I don't know, it's an interesting name, but that's really cool and makes the event, an event that happened in 2016, a more reality thing in 2023, but that's also pretty cool, um, let's see, the highest altitude achieved during the competition was 753 meters in the S-1B class by a competitor in the U.S., which I believe that's the altitude which is the altitude events and 753 meters if you want to know how many feet that is it is 2470.47 feet wait what motor is that hold on S1B they got dude this is this is crazy i know we're trying to talk about the event but 2470 feet for a B motor? That's insane. I, I'm not that. I'm not that high quality of building. I think I'm reading that right too. If if I'm not reading that, if S1B is like G motors or something like that, then please correct me because that's a lot of altitude for that kind of rocket. Um, let's see. As usual, the most spectacular launches came from the replica S7 class rockets. According to the rules, S7 class rockets not only need to be functioning rockets, they also need to be as detailed as possible to their full-size counterparts. A Polish competitor made the largest rocket replica of the event in the S7 class, the Meteor. The rocket is normally used in meteorological applications. And as a surprise, the Polish team made a special gift for the children, a rocket that shout out candy for them to collect. So, that is a 7 and that should be, um, let's see, yeah, that's radio controlled, wait, what? I mean, sorry, a scale. Yeah, scale. So it's just essentially make the best rocket. Um, another cool thing. 2,000 children were able to design and launch their first rockets at the Amateur Rocketry Workshop. That's really cool. That's a lot of people, and at the event, 7,000 people who are just spectating, and 2,000 children. That's really cool that they were able to build their first uh, rocket. So that's super great. Um, so the way that this works is essentially there is a... So the way this works is there's event, individual events and team events. So there's like a team of like the people and then I believe I might begin this wrong. Please correct me in the contact if I'm not in this right. But essentially there's a team and then there's individual. Individual compete in events and the more events they get better placage in, the more points they get for their team and the team with the most points in the end wins. I believe that's a simple way to say that. So the seniors the first place went to Ukraine, the second place went to Bulgaria, and the third place went to the United States of America. 
Juniors, first place went to Slovakia, second place went to Poland, and third place went to China. So those were the actual championships. And then, let's see. So, in the eventual standing, Jordi Raul, I don't, I can't say names like that. I'm not, I'm just not great with names, people. Um, from Spain, was named the senior champion, and Michael Zitnan, I don't think I'm saying that right, from Slovakia took the junior title. So, yeah, that's the, that's the event, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any further comments about that, or any ideas for what you want to see from this podcast and episodes and stuff, then feel free to contact me using the contact section of my website. Would really appreciate that. Yeah, that's it on that event. Thank you for listening to the Realm Rockery Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, then please go tell somebody about it. It's the number one thing you can do to help grow our show. And if you would like to ask us a question, go to the contact section of our website. Link in the description. But for now, remember, what could go right? Safety third! Bye, everyone, and we'll see you next time.